You're listening to Gen X Gamers Podcast. It's that time of the week again. It's time for the Gen X Gamer Podcast with your host, Kid Aquarius. So excited to be here. Uh, what can I say? It's been a great week, a great week of gaming. However, I do have to come clean right out of the gate. I have already received much criticism. I must apologize to two people. Number one, last week I insinuated that Chris Furman, a Gen X gamer, does not like Star Wars. And it took him all of 24 hours to contact me, very offended. And he said he wouldn't talk to me or game with me until I clarified that on the podcast. So this is my official apologies. I'm sorry, Chris Furman. You do love Star Wars and you are a Gen X gamer, so I, I do apologize for that. And then I may have, have insinuated that my boss, in a very like annoying tone, called me up and begged me to find him a PlayStation 5. And although he hasn't actually listened to the podcast, I realized, what if he listened to this? And then he was offended. And then he called me into his office. And I thought, ah, I just better like officially come clean before he hears it the first time so that I can say, oh, yeah, yeah, about that. I apologize the very next week. And then there wasn't going to be a problem. So anyway, now that I've taken that business out of the way, man, I'm excited for this episode. This this episode, I have to tell you, is going to be much different than the others. I'm actually feeling quite uncomfortable. I am prancing out of the forest of the comfort of Gen X gamers and wandering into unknown lands, and, and I'm a little intimidated by it. I've actually brought in several millennials, millennials and Gen Z my nieces to talk about some crazy game that's taken over the world. And, uh, well, I, <laughs> as a Gen X gamer representative, I have no idea why anybody would be playing this game. However, I do know it's incredibly popular. And so I thought I'd go right to the source. I know that my nieces have played this game. Some of them love this game. Who better than to explain to an old fart like me maybe why anybody should be playing this game. So I'm excited to have them on as well. This week saw the release of Cyberpunk 2077. Next week, Nathan Johnson and I will be reviewing that game. So if you have been looking at that game in the news, we have a lot of opinions to share on that game. Uh, So hold tight. That is coming up next week. But as for this week, it's time for that wonderful moment that you look forward to. It's time for gaming news in a minute. Here we go. Our gaming news in a minute begins in the world of Mario. Great news for all you manga lovers out there. Mario Manga has arrived on U.S. soil. Although it's been around for decades, it's never been available in the U.S. in English. And now it's being rebooted for us. New stories and new stories and narratives surrounding Mario will be yours. I'm thinking, eh, I'm not that excited, but I guess the one thing that I'm really excited about is that this gives Matt Pat even more source material for another hundred game theory videos on YouTube. Speaking of iconic characters finding new homes, Master Chief is now an available skin on Fortnite. Ugh. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, my buddy's kids started playing Fortnite, so I logged in to play a few games in case I was ever enjoy, invited to join their escapades. I played the Mandalorian skin and, of course, won two of my thir- first three games, but uh, that, that game moves so slow. Drives me crazy. But to see the Master Chief be put into such a lame environment seems wrong. Bungie, you sold out. What were you doing? Why would you dare send one of our beloved characters like Master Chief into such a low, low place like Fortnite? You have your own world to escapade in and kill bad guys. Why, why, even, why even tread on that soil? I'm scared and confused about all of this. Among Us, you know that game everyone is talking about from kids to adults? The ones about secretly killing off other characters? Nice, wholesome entertainment we are teaching seven-year-olds. Because it looks innocent enough, but then they don't know how to internalize it and what it really means. Sorry to go down that road, but anyway, the game has to be considered the game of the year for 2020, considering what it has become over the last six months. Regardless, they are updating it early 2021 with new skins, new tasks, But the game is still the same game, played in under two minutes, where your 16-bit character walks up and stabs someone secretly. Still the same game. Do you realize, Gen X gamers, that this game is just the digital version of that old game Mafia that you used to play with your class in school when it was too snowy to go outside? Then someone made a card game of it called Werewolves, and now it's a digital game, and it's making millions of dollars. I'm going to go trademark Heads Up 7-Up before anyone else can get to it and make myself millions of dollars. I don't get it. Shout out to the Indie Game of the Week. Keep your eyes on a single game called Tunic. This game, developed by one man, has received great reviews. It is a shout out to old school Zelda. An anthropomorphic fox roams the wilderness killing monsters, finding new weapons, and developing new skills to unlock more map. That is the perfect nostalgic build of any great Gen X gamer game. Last but not least, Cyberpunk 2077 must be mentioned. Next week's episode, as I said before, will be a review of the game with Sir Nathan Johnson. But the one bit of news I'd love to share is that the game took eight years to make and it made a profit in one day. So there you go. And it still has about eight million bugs to be fixed. Now they have the money to back it. So, and that is your gaming news in a minute. We'll be right back with my three special guests. (laughs) Okay, guys, I am excited for this episode. I woke up one morning and like a ray of sunshine beaming through the window. I felt a warm glow and I knew that I needed to invite three of my nieces onto this episode to discuss Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, it's it's, it's this really weird game. I I don't even know where to begin. I guess I guess I better begin by introducing my guests. So let's start with that. I am bringing in three of my nieces, all from different siblings. So I'm representing much of my family here. But let me start off with the eldest of the three. Maddie, welcome to the Gen X Gamer Podcast. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Maddie, every time I have a new guest come in, I always like to ask them to give a gaming bio. Tell us, what is your gaming experience I can sum it up in one character, and that is Mario. Mario Party, Mario Kart, all of the Marios. Mario Smash Bros., I love it. Um, 
I do enjoy, so I don't play a lot of, I'm not a big gamer, but I do enjoy the Nintendo consoles. I've had a 64, a DS, and now a Switch. Um, and on all of those, I played Mario Kart most of the time. Nice. So. I think I have. I think I have a Mario soundbite. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, thank you, Maddie. Welcome. I'm excited for you to be here. And then I have Sydney, who is uh, just about to uh, be done with high school. Actually, well, congratulations, Sydney. Sydney, welcome to the program. Gaming bio. Give it to us. Um, I have played on the DS, the Switch, the Xbox, and the main game that I've been following most of my life is Pokemon. Love them on the DS, the Switch, and wish they had something on the Xbox, and just have been recently getting into, like, more games like Apex and that different world on the Xbox. Okay, I mean, Pokemon is always a great place to be. I, I can get on board with that. That's awesome, Sid. Thanks for being here. And then last but not least is Delaney. Delaney, welcome. Hey there. Uh, what's up? So, uh, gaming bio. What uh, What would you tell us? What's your gaming experience, so Delaney? I started off on the Xbox and the DSi, um, and I mostly played like Hamble- like Connect Connectimals, um, and then I mostly play on like the Switch and the computer now. I am really into like Splatoon 2 and Super Smash Bros. I love Mario Kart 8. And uh, I'm also actually a big fan of Roblox and Minecraft. Okay, like, yeah. Honestly, like, I'm into mostly all games, but I like shoot 'em up games and kind of rhythm games because it can get you frustrated, but like the payoff for it is really, really worth it. That is excellent. Roblox is pretty cool. And very popular right now. Actually, one thing about Delaney that I can really connect with is that Delaney, back at a young age, was playing Diablo with her father. Oh, and yeah. uh, most most girls her age would not have been playing Diablo, but you played it for a long time. Oh, yeah. We finished the boss and everything, and we're planning on starting up a new game on a harder mode. <laughs> cool. I love it. Okay, guys. So I've invited you here. You heard my introduction about not understanding Animal Crossing. And I'm I'm really going to turn over a lot of this to you guys. You guys are going to have an opportunity to share a lot. Um, Before I go there, let me just say, you know, it really is difficult for a Gen X gamer to understand a game like Animal Crossing because it looks really childish, right? Like when I look at it, I think Baby Shark should be the theme song for this thing. And then, um, yeah, so it's just kind of hard for us to look at and say, wait, why, why are so many playing that? But... This game is by far one of the most popular games across the world. That is arguably so based on the amount of money it's made, the amount of people who are logging on. In one of my previous episodes, I even brought up the fact that there were high schools that held their high school graduation via Animal Crossing because they couldn't you know, be in person because of the pandemic. And, uh, and so it's obviously a place. So I'm really excited to have you guys talk to us about it. I think the very first thing, though, is, and I'm going to start, I guess the best, the, the best organized way of doing this is learning about the game. So my first question is, what are you trying to accomplish with Animal Crossing? Like, what is this game about? Who wants to start us off? Um, so, the, like, what you're trying to accomplish in the game is you're building up your own island and you want to get K.K. Slider who is a musician in the game, and you want to bring him to your island by completing the quest by Tom Nook and by, like, just making your island the best, and you want to, by the end, hopefully have a five-star island. 
Okay. Okay. So you're building up. What What makes us an island like more stars? Well, I just got to five stars like three days ago, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a real accomplishment. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we, I actually, wish you could have seen her face. She was glowing just <laughs> saying that we kind of cheated and we looked up exactly the, cause people obviously have, um, came out with lit, come out with lists of things that you need to have to get a five star Island. So you have to have a certain amount of trees. You have to have a certain amount of flowers, bridges, inclines, and then it also helps. There's a ranking of characters that come to your Island And you have to, and the higher the ranking, the easier it is to get five stars. Mm. So you, and like, uh, people can move away and then new animals come. So it's just kind of back and forth. I've only kept A and S class people on my island to keep it a higher ranking. S class is the best you can get. And then A, B, C, D, E, like all the way down. Okay. Okay. Um... Anything you'd add, Delaney? Do you think they covered it? Uh, it's just basically any capitalistic society. You start from nothing and build up into a high kind of like suburban society. Um, and you get all the most important and gorgeous people in there, and everyone who doesn't fit the bill gets cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that sounds horrible. <laughs> but it looks cute, so. Well, we live in America. And it's an accomplishment, it okay? Oh, capitalism. Everything about it is so great. So, I mean, Animal Crossing the same thing. Does it really sound that horrible if we live in the same society? Well, the game sold more digital units than any other video game in history, which I find very interesting. Do people play this game for different reasons? Yes, for sure. I think that different... People in different ages play it for different reasons. There's, like, relaxable. It helps you, like, de-stress. Like, I can come home, I can play, and I can build my village and, like, talk to my villagers and just isolate myself for a little bit. It's also fun, and it helps creativity, so you can, like, do your own thing. You can, like, create your own island without, like, anybody, like, telling you what to do and just, like, doing your own thing. Okay. I think why it is so big right now is because it's a, a lot of people have been stripped of their daily routine and this gives you a virtual daily routine you have you can get on every day and you have tasks that restart every single day and it's lifelike so it feels like you're accomplishing something uh so basically uh, a lot of age groups play it and so like even like if some kids are disinterested their parents might pick it up um, one of my arguments that I would like to bring up is the uh, Audrey, who is the oldest known person to be playing Animal Crossing. She just had hours and hours logged in on this game. And actually, one of the Animal Crossing characters, Audie, is named after her. And she's one of the more AS-ranking um, villagers that you can get. So it can clearly show that all age groups can play it, from like the youngest, like sort of Gen uh, Z, or to like the... Boomers, what'd you say? Yeah, boomers is good. Yeah, boomers. That, that's I'm like not grandpa. Sure that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally appropriate. I love that you used it. Hey, so do you know how old Audrey is by chance? I I'm thinking around like I'm if she has I, I know she has white hair. I've seen photos of her. So I'm guessing like eighty seven or older. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she may be. I remember reading something about uh, an extreme aged gamer. 
And it might have been her, but yeah, yeah. that's interesting. I actually have a character. <laughs> Audie? Yeah, I have Audie on my island. Okay. Yeah, she is actually 87. I just had her open on my phone, so I just... You know. she, yeah, her um, character is a wolf, and she's an S-class ranked okay. character. So. Well, okay, so let me ask you, so I have some more questions. Um, let's hear about your experience. Why don't we start with uh, Maddie, and then go Sydney, and then go Delaney. When I say about your experience, I guess I'd be most interested in... What do you like about the game? What's your favorite? Is it is it fair to say character? I don't yeah. know how the game works. Yeah. Character, and then what's your favorite thing to do in the game? Okay, so actually, I beat these two out by playing Animal Crossing the longest. I started playing this on my Nintendo DS back in elementary school with my best friend. Um, we'd plan our hangouts around being able to connect on Animal Crossing. Um, so what was your first question? <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about the game? Okay. Your favorite character, your favorite thing to do in the game. Okay, so I I like the creative side, like Sydney said. And I think when I was, there was a purpose to the history of it. Back when I was in elementary school, it gave me that um, independence. I was in charge of this island. I, you know, all the pe- all the animals in my island, I was over them. I was the resident service person. So I think it gave me a sense of responsibility and, like, adulthood. I felt like I was... In, in the game, I felt like I was a competent adult. Um, and then I think now it's more... It's de-stressing, definitely, um, it's also fun because I do play it with my husband. We play it a lot. Uh, <laughs> and wait, 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 wait. I got to stop <laughs> you. So how old's your husband? My husband is 25. Okay. So what I hear you saying is that as 25-year-olds, man and woman, you come home at night and play Animal Crossing. Yes. I love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best we, news of the day. Our name, so his name's Will, my name's Maddie, and our island name is Willaddy. Okay, that's the level of it. But the cool thing is, is that I've never considered myself a gamer, except when it comes to Mario and Animal Crossing. Um, And my husband is a big gamer. And for the first part of, you know, after being married, he would be playing games and I'd be like, spend time with me. Like, why are you, you know, why are you playing all these games? And then when Animal Crossing came out, I can, I somehow convinced him to get it. And at first he was like, "Uh uh-uh. And now he is telling me, spend time with me. You you know, why are you playing this game so much? But he also loves it. So it's brought us together. <laughs> I love it. That's great. I'm shedding a tear. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite character? Can yes. you choose different characters? I, I don't understand that. But no. When I say, do you have a favorite character, what does that mean in the world of Animal Crossing? So every island has the same set of, like, main characters that stay on the island. And then it just depends. Random animals will either move to your island or you can go get them on other islands and bring them to your island. Okay. So it's a total random draw, but people do... um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They they hunt for different animals to come to their island and live happily. That's what I do. (laughs) But my favorite is definitely Raymond. He is a cat and he is the top animal. Okay, I just looked it up. So <laughs> I have true. him, and I love him. 
Okay. <laughs> I love the passion in this room. This is making me and my buddies look like like novices in the games that we play. Okay, Sydney, tell us all about your experience with the game, your favorite character, favorite things to do. Um, I started playing Animal Crossing on Maddie's DS because she used to babysit me when I was younger, and I had my own person, and I like played on her island. And then I got my own DS, and I started playing it. My mom got it for me. And I really enjoyed it. I was really excited for it to come out on the Switch. And I bought it originally on my little brother's Switch. But me and my boyfriend bought the Animal Crossing exclusive uh, Switch. And I got it on that. Um, And I've been playing it for a few months now. And my favorite thing to do is, like, go to different people's islands. Ever since I found out Maddie has it, I go to her island almost every day. (laughs) And steal stuff from her. (laughs) Because my island isn't, like as far along as hers um but it's a lot of fun and like whenever my boyfriend's playing like games like apex or something i'll be on the switch playing animal crossing um my favorite character is sherb and he's a really popular one he's a blue goat and he's like the cutest thing ever and i love (laughs) i love that guy to death he tried to move the other day and i would not let him go so you can you can bar them from moving yeah so they have like a cloud above their head and, like, you just go talk to them. And he was like, I want to explore. Like, I want to go meet different islanders. And I was like, no. Like, I want you to stay. So stay. And so you, can also, <laughs> you can also kind of, like, bully them. I know that's so bad because this is a kid-friendly <laughs> game. But you can go into their house and turn around and leave and not talk to them. And if you do that every day, multiple times a day, they will, like, they will, because of that, they will, like, leave. I'm actually doing that right now to a character that's a lion. I can't remember his name, but to progress in the game, he came to my island. There's a campsite that you can have where, like, islanders, like, can come and, like, stay, like, the animals, and you can either invite them to stay on your island or they'll just go. And to progress in the game, I had to invite him to stay, and I do not like him, so I'm trying to get him off my island. (laughs) That's incredibly (laughs) passive-aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Delaney, what about you? So, um, I don't, like, I I was like, oh, this Animal Crossing game looks really fun, because I just saw people on TikTok playing it, and everyone just seemed to have a really good time with it. But when I really got into it, I realized it was all these, like, little small accomplishments and small things that really drove me to really like it. Because my original villagers, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kick these guys out. (laughs) But I kind of grew attached to them. I never expected that I would. But, like, over a period of time, like, both of them, like, I just ended up loving them. Mm -hmm. And I, even when I saw, like, some of my villagers aren't the best, but I have this attachment towards them where it's like, you've been here, I've been here, we're buddies, you've given me things. And it's all those, like, accomplishments of, like, getting the getting the fish, um, mm-hmm. you know, fishing, catching all the bugs. Yes. And I got really <laughs> lucky with my island because I've already gotten all the fruit trees. Like, I've already gotten all of them. Uh, peaches, apples, oranges, cherries. I stole mine from and Maddie. Coconuts <laughs> and coconuts. I've had all of those. And it's just those small things like that where you kind of build it all up. And then when you – it's, like, that huge thing where everyone kind of, like, you celebrate with yourself – well, and when the villagers, and it's just all this big hurrah. Um, but my favorite uh, villagers aren't actually on my island. They were on the uh, phone app. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all very, like, generic. They have the same personality. But, like, they're these two that always stick out. Goldie, which is this kind of, like, yellow, uh, tan-spotted dog. And she was, like, the first camper or camper I had on that uh, my campsite on the app. And... I just grew attached to her. It was honest attachment. You know, you can bring her, like, 
to your game on the Switch. Like, she's on the Switch game. Yeah, I know. I'm just, it's hard for me to come by her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a tough character to come by. Yeah. And then my other favorite character is Bew. Um, he is this deer that's designed to look like an antelope. And, like, I just, he's just very chill. And just, he has this cute little Christmas sweater. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> I really want him on my island so super bad. I don't really care for characters like Raymond because I think they're overrated. <gasps> I don't like them. They're oh, not sad. that good. <laughs> I I have to say, listening to three of you, you know, in in my own research and what makes good games, you know, I've I've looked at a couple of things, and any good game is going to create the opportunity for the player to use autonomy, um, to show competence, and that there has to be an ability to connect with others. And it's interesting. I was going to ask you how that game does that, but actually, in all of your answers, I can see very easily how it does all three of those things. The autonomy as you were speaking, being able, even as a kid in elementary school, being able to take care of your own island and have responsibility and show your ability to do something also shows the competence of it. And then obviously you're able to connect with other people if you guys get on with each other. Is that right? Yeah. Me and Maddie play like every day together now. She'll text me and be like, can you get on? Can you get on? And then when I have to go, she'll be like, you left me. (laughs) But yeah, we play a lot together. Okay, guys. Well, any closing thoughts on uh, Animal Crossing? Anything that you would share that is like your last sales pitch? Like, okay, so for example, let me ask you this. Actually, before I get your closing thoughts, let me ask you this. If if a guy like me got on and started playing Animal Crossing, (laughs) would that be weird? No. No, I... I actually could, like, imagine what your island would look like. It'd be, like, all zen and everything, and, like, I can just, like, see the bamboo and, like, everything on your island. I know guy friends that have Animal Crossing Islands. Like, they've progressed a lot further than I have. Oh, yeah, Jose plays, so. Yeah, so, I mean, both genders can play it, all ages can play it, so I think if you went out and got, like, the cartridge right now, I think you'd, you know, you'd fit right in. Yeah, my, like, boyfriend's best friend, he plays just mainly so he can, like, accomplish the museum and like fish on the game so so i'm known as the weird creepy uncle this isn't going to add to that no 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 okay. you know it actually might bring us together yeah it'd be fun let's play together <laughs> <laughs> uh okay 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 closing thoughts closing thoughts on animal crossing who would like to go this is your goodbye any last thing that you think somebody who's never played before you know what you'd say to them with Animal Crossing. It's a great way to just be yourself and be creative and do your own thing. I have a lot. I just just would like to bring up, like, the Animal Crossing songs, you know? Like, they have little tunes that play in the back, Mm -hmm. and their streamers use them for background, YouTubers use it for editing, and so you could be listening to this YouTuber just doing whatever they're doing, and you can hear this song in the background, and you're like, man, I really like that song. The iconic Animal Crossing song. They have, like, these small little things that are just, they're very simple, they're very zen, very calm, and also, like, the feature where you can design your own clothes, so, like, Mm -hmm. you can be any style you want. You don't have to fit, like, the generic, like, kid-friendly, like, you, like, there's a bunch of things you can do. It's your island. You can break stereotypes. You can break stereotypes anytime you want. And so, like, it's all those things where it's, like, even the trees moving, the grass moving, all those small things that kind of combine into a very peaceful, the kind water. of like happy island. And in the end, even if, like, you don't like a character, you can get them out. But, like, 
sometimes you'll grow close to the characters you even think are like ugly because mm-hmm. all of them still yep. might have good personalities all of them matter in a certain way to all types of people maddie any last words <laughs> oh i have plenty um <laughs> <laughs> she just pulled out her animal crossing bible yes i have the ultimate guide to animal crossing sitting right next to me um to if i were to t- talking to a gen x gamer um I would tell them that this game is, it may look cute, but just give it a shot. Okay, there's there's um, creativity. There's also, co- like, con- connectedness. Um, you can play with your children, your grandchildren. Um, it's very family-friendly, and it's one of the few games out there that I I think can connect everybody together. Um, yeah. I like it. Okay, guys. I'm going to shift gears for our last. We've got about three minutes. I'm going to shift gears. I have a question that I didn't tell you I was going to ask. And, uh, and I didn't tell you because I want to get your initial impression and, and hear your answer. So you all know that I'm in education. I used to be a teacher. I used to be a principal. And I'm obviously also a gamer. And as I've looked at gaming progress over the years, there's been a thought that's continued to surface in my head. And I've wondered more and more if somebody's education could partly or mostly take place via video games. Do you have a thought on that? Does that seem like way out there? Or does that seem like something uh, maybe actually that could work? Any thoughts on that? Okay, I need to go first. I have a lot to say. Okay, so there's been, like, games like ABC Learning in the past where it's, like, it's just a website, just a casual little website, like Animal Jam, things like that. And so they can, they'll teach you through, like, fun and games. And, like, even some games that are mostly focused on the fun. Let's talk about, like, Animal Jam. It's connected to, um, I think, Discovery Planet, right? I think so, yeah. So me and Cindy used to play that game, like, constantly. And it was very social- and you could, like, play games on there. And, like, they would give you quick factoids about the animals. Like, what you would watch in the theaters, because they have little theaters. that would show you, like, small little, like, two-minute documentaries on lizards, snakes, birds, and bugs. And so I think it's perfectly possible for someone to be able to learn online. Because I think people have already done that already. People have learned through games. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I Any think... other impressions on um, that? This may, like be more like educational wise just like through growing and learning experiences but i played a game called star stable a lot like while i was growing up i had like all of you guys know i have like a huge thing for horses i have my own horse and it actually taught me a lot going into like starting to ride and everything just like and also like be social with others and just learning like new things and just like different things about riding and i felt like it was like a fun game and it was also to go, like, more educational, like, school-wise, my mom would, like, push me to, like, get my schoolwork done, and then I could play, and, like, it, like, gave me motivation, like, to actually do my schoolwork, and then being able to, like, go do something I want to do. Okay, Maddie, the future educator of of the Andersons, (laughs) what's your thoughts? I think if it's done right, it can change the world of education, Um, specifically with Animal Crossing, like Delaney was touching on to a couple other games. Animal Crossing teaches you so much with the bugs you catch, with the fish you catch, 
they give you fun facts about it. Um, and then the DIY recipes, it, it just, it hits so many different aspects of life that I do believe that a video game education system, um, is actually kind of really smart because it hits different sensors, you know, in kids' brains and it connects what they're learning to real life, specifically in Animal Crossing. Awesome. I like it. You guys are sold. (laughs) I'm starting my own school of just pure video games. You'll get your high school degree from playing video games. Yes, please. (laughs) I better be the first one invited. (laughs) <laughs> yes. uh, there's going to be trouble <laughs> <laughs> okay guys hey thank you so much for joining this was a lot of fun I'm excited to see how the Gen X gamers out there respond to this episode I think they're really going to like it you guys had uh, really good things to share on that so thank you for being here thank, thank you for having you. us oh, Yeah, I guess I'm pretty good <laughs> <laughs> okay Gen X gamers I will see you next week with Cyberpunk 2077 review thanks and we'll see you then mm-hmm.